Good morning, afternoon, or evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Little Light Devotions. It's good to see you guys. I uh, I hope everything is going swell, swimmingly, even. Yeah, I'm back at PCC for my senior year, and to be honest, I, uh, you know, PCC's PCC, but it is my senior year. I just want to get married. I just want to get this over with, so... I got a lot on my plate. There's a lot of chaos happening. I'm getting more and more fed up with this place. But, but, it's the last time. It's the last fall that I have to go through here because I'm not staying for seminary. They push and push and push every five minutes for me to stay and sem- stay for seminary. I just can't do it, man. It's not not like I'm saying that, you know, seminary's bad by any means. I just don't want to do it here, you know. Last thing I want to do is be subjugated for another two to three years to PCC's fun times. Amen. But anyways, enough about my yakking and complaining. I hope you guys are well. If you have anything to yak and complain about, feel free to reach out to me at Instagram, uh, on Instagram at Little Light. First Eye is a one. You can find all of that contact info, and I'll shout more of that out towards the end of the podcast with my outro and such. We guys, we all know, we all know the drill. We all know the whole shebang. So we're going to jump into what we're going to be talking about today. And what we're going to be talking about is leadership. Leadership. I know that that's kind of like almost cliche. It's like, oh, you know, what what does it mean to be a leader? And I get that. But today we're going to kind of focus on the opposite. You can find a lot of positive definitions of leadership. But I'm going to take you guys through negative leadership. Things that are toxic leadership. Things that will hurt wherever you are in life. doesn't have to be just within a church. Obviously, you know, concerning the spiritual context, it definitely would apply to a church, but it can apply really to anywhere. It can apply to your job. It can apply to your home. It could apply to your friendships. It can, it can apply to anything. If there is any type of hierarchical structure involved, then this type of leadership needs to be avoided. And so we're going to be in Ezekiel chapter 34, starting off in verse 2. It said, Son of man, prophesy, we're in the King James, by the way. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds, Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? Ye eat the fat, and ye clothe you with the wool. Ye kill them that are fed, but ye feed not the flock. The diseased have ye not strengthened. Neither have ye healed that which was sick. Neither have ye bound up that which was broken. Neither have ye brought again that which was driven away. Neither have ye sought that which was lost. But with force and with cruelty have ye ruled them. And they were scattered, because there is no shepherd. And they became meat to all and the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every high hill. Yea, my flock was scattered upon all the face of the earth, and none did search or seek after them. Therefore, ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, saith the Lord God, surely because my flock became a prey, And my flock became meat to every beast of the field, because there was no shepherd. Neither did the shepherds search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves and fed not my flock. Therefore, O ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. 
Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my flock at their hand, and cause them to cease from feeding the flock. Neither shall the shepherds feed themselves any more, for I will deliver my flock from their mouth, that they may not be meat for them. Now, besides all of the shepherding sheep talk, this is not talking anything about the actual sheep. This is talking about people, which, you know, I guess can be sheep from time to time. But that's not the point of the conversation. Today, we're just going to be talking about folks, human beings, people's souls, people with families, people with aspirations and dreams and desires and wants, people that are alive, that are made in the image of God. Not every person can be a leader. Some people are meant to be led. And I don't mean that as in like, oh, a person naturally has to be led. I've heard that. I've heard that argument before as to why there should be things like, I don't know, like institutionalized racism and slavery, which is a whole other conversation down the road. But that's not what we're talking about. There isn't a natural inclination of a person based off of where they are born or what they look like or anything like that, that they should be led or that one should be leaders. God gives people personalities no matter what they look like. God gives people personalities. Some folks got a leadership personality. Some folks got a more, you know, I'll follow the crowd type personality. And both have their own spots. Because if everybody was a leader, if everybody was a teacher, there'd be no people listening. And a lot of folks, I feel like even a lot of leaders, should spend more time listening than they should try to be leading. And why do I say this? Well, because if you're a poor leader, you're going to get into a situation like this that we see in Ezekiel chapter 34. So let's look at aspects of this negative leadership. We're going to see that they have a self-ambition, that they uh, a selfish ambition, that they, they want their own self-gain. It talks about in verse 3, Ye eat the fat, and ye clothe you with the wool, but ye kill them that are fed, but ye feed not the flock. They're out for their own. They're only trying to make sure that they're taken care of, you know. Yeah, if other folks get taken care of too, that's great. If they don't, that sucks. But what worries, what really is the biggest thing on my mind is, am I okay? And that's not the way leadership works. Leadership is taking the initiative to meet the needs of others with a servant's heart. And if you don't have that type of servant's heart, then don't be expecting to be a good leader. Another characteristic of a bad leader is a lack of compassion. They don't care. In verse 4, the diseased have you not strengthened? Neither have ye healed that which was sick, neither have ye bound up that which was broken, neither have ye brought against again that which was driven away, neither have ye sought that which was lost, but with force and with cruelty have ye ruled them. Hey, if you're in a leadership position, are you known as compassionate? Are you known as caring? I manage the Chick-fil-A uh, that's on campus at Pensacola Christian College, and I have a lot of opportunities to really get on to some folks. Now, I mean, it's not always their fault. With the turn of the new year and a bunch of freshmen coming in, some of these folks never even worked a job before, and I, I get folks that just aren't cut out for the task a lot of times. Maybe they're not even cut out for the task, but it's just that they just don't know anything. They're dealing with all these this scary machinery that they just have no idea what's going on. Nevertheless, I, being a leader need to make sure I show compassion with these people, uplifting them in ways that they need to be uplifted. I mean, am I trying to 
help people that don't have the strength? Am I trying to help people get back on track when they get sidetracked? Am I trying to be a compassionate, caring leader? Or am I desensitized to the plights of my workers and I just let them run off and do whatever? And as long as you get the job done, I don't really care about you. There have been a couple times where I've had to send people home because they just weren't mentally ready for work that day. Whatever was going on in their life was too much. And that's not because I'm trying to puff myself up, like, look at me, look how nice I am. But it's because I have a genuine care for my workers. I love my workers. I care about them. And if you don't love the people that are underneath you, people that look up to you, people that rely on you, if you don't care about them, well, we'll get into what happens to you later. But here's another aspect of negative leadership. They have a lot of brutality, okay? With force and with cruelty, have ye ruled them? What kind of way are you dealing with your sheep, I suppose? Now, mind you, this doesn't mean that sheep don't need correction. This isn't saying that folks underneath you aren't going to be corrected throughout your relationship with them. What it is saying is, how are you correcting them? The Bible says, speak the truth in love. There's that big, there's that, there's that popular phrase, speak softly and carry a big stick, or walk softly and carry a big stick, depending on who you ask. The point's the same. Deal yourself, deal with yourself in a meek and humble manner towards others, but have the authority and have the knowledge and have the potential to carry out the desires that you know must get done. But the first part of that is the most important. Speak softly. The relationship with my father has bettered over the past several years, especially since I've been off at college. But when I was younger, the relationship between my father and I was rocky, to say the least. Uh, and that stemmed a lot from the fact that to be honest, he, he he would deal with his children brutally. Now, he wouldn't beat us by any means. I know that there are some people that are just like, oh, if your dad didn't beat you, he wasn't real brutal. I get that. There are some fathers that are genuinely terrible and that do unspeakable things to their children because of the slightest slight that they give them. My father, thankfully, was not like that. But he still was very just aggressive all the time. And it made dealing with aggression in my own life much more complicated because it was so natural that whenever I was aggressive to others, I was confused why it was seen as such a negative thing. Like, this is just such a part of my life. How am I supposed to, like, just not be aggressive? It's all I know. So let me tell you, if you're in a leadership position, if you are aggressive and demeaning and harsh to your workers, do not expect respect. If anything, respect the expect the opposite. Expect folks to be antagonistic towards you. Expect folks to be trying to slight you in every single way that they can just to be petty with you. And to be honest, some leaders need that pettiness. To be honest, some leaders need that, you know, internal correction by their workers. Because if they don't get that, man. I'm talking about me working at this Chick-fil-A at Pensacola Christian College and Thank God I have a new supervisor now, but my previous supervisor, he uh, was, he, I was going to say he tried his best, but he really didn't. He was a very smart man. 
he was he was a good businessman. He was a really good businessman. He took uh, that little food court kind of. It's called the Palms. It's called the Palms, where you can buy Chick Fil A, uh, Papa John's, and the campus restaurant called the Grill. All right, high quality food, great stuff. He's a smart man. He really took that and ran with it and ran with it well for several years. But his conduct, the way he would deal with women, <laughs> particularly was a big one. And then the way he would deal with other workers, how demeaning, how short-tempered, how frustrated he was all the time. It was brutal. I saw folks come and go dropping dead like flies because of his brutality. Never beat the sheep. Don't deal with yourself brutally. Don't deal with others brutally. So we went through like the selfish ambitions, the lack of compassion, the brutality. But here's another thing. They're just unwilling. They have an inability to unify people. Verse 5, and they were scattered because there is no shepherd. They were scattered. What's the whole, what's the whole point of a shepherd? The whole point of a shepherd is to kind of, you know, keep the sheep in a herd, the whole shepherd part, sheep herd, you know, like it, this isn't hard. It's etymology. Come on. A whole shepherd's job is to make sure that the sheep are getting fed. They're getting taken care of. They're staying together. They're not getting lost. They're not dying. That's kind of the whole thing of a whole shepherd. And yet a negative leader will not try to unify the sheep. He'll just let them wander off. And if you do that, it's not. It's like you're not even there because there is no shepherd, verse 5 says. What are we talking about? Well, we just saw earlier that, you know, in verse 2, hey, uh, there are shepherds of Israel. But if you're not actually properly doing your job, you aren't even qualified enough to be called their shepherd. You're not even qualified enough to be recognized in existence because you're doing such a poor job of unifying the sheep. Now, I'm not saying everybody has to get along perfectly. You're never going to expect that. You don't even see that in the New Testament of the apostles always getting along. You got, you got Peter and uh, Peter and Paul. You also, I think you got like John and Peter or like a few. People just had problems with Peter is what I'm hearing. But like th there are a few instances you'll see people kind of like picking at each other throughout the scriptures. Like, not everybody's going to be getting along all the time, and I get that. But when there's no unification, and when the shepherd is unwilling or apathetic to unify in a situation like that, what does that say about them? It doesn't really say too much about a sheep. It says a lot about the shepherd. Because when, when the sheep start wandering off, and something happens, it gets onto someone's property, the sheep start eating up the grass, whatever. That one guy's going to go up to the shepherd and be like, why aren't you watching your sheep? He's not going to go up to the sheep and be like, Arr. I mean, like, I'm sure he'll do that to scare it off. But like, he's not going to blame the sheep. The sheep doesn't know any better. Let me tell you, if you got folks underneath you, especially if they don't know better, you better be doing your best job to unify that team, to unify that unit and making sure they have a common goal and that you guys meet it properly. Be able to unify. And so let's say you are this negative leader. You're this guy that just totally out for himself, doesn't care about his workers, just wants to deal with them any way he wants to, doesn't care about whether or not the team is together and driving towards a goal. Let's say you're like that. Well, then what are the consequences of that? We'll start in verse 7. Therefore, ye shepherds, hear the words of the Lord. As I live, saith the Lord God, and he goes on again about how he's frustrated about that. Verse 10, thus saith the Lord God, 
Behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my flock at their hand, and cause them to cease from feeding the flock. Neither shall the shepherds feed themselves any more, for I will deliver my flock from their mouth, that they may not be meat for them. Let me tell you, for, like this is clearly just a divine judgment. You're going to get that wrath of God put on your life. So what does that mean? We're going to be held accountable to God. He's going to take away those things from you. He's going to hold you to the actions that you've done. And the discipline that comes from that is those things that you prided yourself in, whether it was the, the group that you were lording over, whether it was the power you had, whether it was the abilities, the authority that you wanted, God will strip all of that from you. God will take those things from you. I was mentioning earlier that uh, that leader, that uh, that one supervisor that I had at my job while I'm at PCC, and uh, I was no longer there. Let me tell you, that wasn't by his own choice. That was forcefully done by the college. Let me tell you, your sin will find you out. If you lord over something that you have no right to lord over, whether it's in a church, whether it's at a job, whether it's at a nonprofit, whether it's in your dorm room, you know, whatever, whether it's at your house, whatever you're doing, if you have some type of hierarchical relationship and you are just being everything that we described earlier, do not expect you to hold on to what you cherish much longer. And usually they don't, what we're talking about, we clearly don't cherish the sheep. You just cherish the power. You cherish the power. Okay, God's against that. Like he's against those shepherds, he'll be against you. He will require his flock from your hand. You will not be able to feed that flock, nor will you be able to feed yourself. God will rip away everything he can to make sure that you get the payment back for the things that you've done to those people. Now, I'm not talking to you, listener, specifically, but maybe I am talking to you, listener, specifically. I don't know who listens. I don't know who watches. I don't know who is paying attention. But what I do know is that somewhere down the road, you will, by whatever metric, have a type of leadership ability. I don't know if that'll be formal. I don't know if it'll be informal. And I don't know if it'll just be relational. But every single person on planet Earth will have at least some type of relational hierarchy. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to be like this negative leadership, selfish, apathetic, brutal, unwilling? Or are you going to be like how we defined biblical leadership earlier? Taking the initiative to meet the needs of others with a servant's heart. Thank you so much for tuning in to Little Light Devotions. I know there's probably a lot on your plate, so it means a lot we could take this time together and just talk. If you'd like to connect with me, you can find all of my social media info and business information on linkapp.com slash AC underscore LL. That's L-I-N-Q-A-P-P dot AC underscore LL. Again, thank you so much for listening. I pray God blesses your day and your future. God bless you. I love you. See y'all next time.